Hello again, everybody. It's, uh, Jason Powers. I thought I'd uh, do a actual broadcast at my uh, chair today. So I'm going to discuss our uh, current issues with the Republican Party, um, in particular because that's just the way it is. They've decided to uh, uh, pass... <laughs> help uh, the Democrats pass red flag laws uh, in particular the chief negotiator was John Cornyn who's getting a lot of uh, blowback which I mean he should it should be noted that John Cornyn was just recently over in Ukraine along with uh, Susan Collins and some of the other uh, squishy rhinos uh, Mitch McConnell joining the Democrats and, and, and will also play a uh, clip today from uh, so Merrick Garland was over in Ukraine uh, today or just for whatever reason it seems like we have people that think that they should just get to go out of the country and they focus on the Ukrainian issues but uh, of course you know the American southern border and our crime problems our fentanyl problems our immigration problems all that shit just goes down the, goes to the wayside because of course they don't want to actually address any of these issues. They just want to cause the rest of us to be upset with them. They're just antagonizing us. This is how much they hate you in D.C. So, uh, we're going to play a few clips. One's from uh, uh, Tamara Lynch. And so, she's a Canadian. She'll express more about democracy and republics than most of our actual politicians. See, the difference is, is we have common folks who actually believe in uh, uh, believe in the ideals that this country and other countries were founded on, whereas uh, our politicians are a bunch of Marxists and fascist sellouts. Um, it helps when you get paid a lot of money to, to be that way. So, without further ado, I'm going to play a clip from uh, Tamara Lynch. Uh, and we'll go from there. We know that democracy, that system of government that Churchill said was the worst form of government, except for all the others which have been tried, we know it has its origins in Athens. But a very important question is often missing, and that is, what gave rise to Athens? What gave rise to all the philosophy, the math, the fundamental ideas some 3,000 years ago that started Western civilization? And the answer comes to us from the historical record of one battle when the Persians attempted their invasion of Greece. The queen of Persia, surprised at the success of the Greeks who were defending their homes, asked one of her military generals, and I quote, who governs these Greeks? Who commands their army? And the general, who was also surprised by how strong the Greeks were, responded, no one. People say they are no man's slaves or servants. That was the spirit of freedom that propelled the Greeks. That is the spirit that started Athens, democracy, and the fundamental basis of our civilization. That is freedom. Do you hear me? That is freedom. 
Nothing else of importance is at stake. It is about human flourishing and humanity's survival. Anyone who diminishes this by calling it exaggeration or hyperbole will lead you to a path of extinction. The true path is hard, but it is the only way forward. You must fight for your ancestors, fight for your children, and fight for yourselves. The future is ours. The people are awakening to a force that cannot be suppressed. Glory be to freedom, glory be to Canada, and glory be to all of you. Thank you. Hi, I'm, I'm Officer Wesson. I'm your LGBTQIA liaison officer. And we're unveiling right now our Pride Cruiser for the month of June. I'm excited about this cruiser. It's great for representation. support on our judicial front for us actually it's very important to be uh, together and we all understand that we have huge enemy and uh, we should uh, do all the best fight so good afternoon to all of you i'm here to express the unwavering support of the united states for the people of ukraine in the midst of the unprovoked and unjust russian invasion here to continue our discussions between myself and the Prosecutor General on the actions that the United States is taking to assist the Ukrainian authorities in holding accountable those responsible for the atrocities, for the war crimes that the entire world has seen. The United States is sending an unmistakable message. There is no place to hide. We and our partners will pursue every avenue available to make sure that those who are responsible for these atrocities So those last two clips, one was from a uh, uh, police force that's unveiling a, 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 a cruiser with, uh, you know, rainbow flags and uh, report hate crimes. And then, of course, the guy announces himself as a diversity LGBTQIA plus officer, whatever the hell that is. But we'll we'll talk about that in a second, and then of course the last clip was Attorney General uh, Merrick Garland who decides to go to Ukraine to to of course because that's more important than actually uh, dealing with any problems or issue in the United States. Uh, talks about war crimes and this is like this is outside the purview of your authority. By the way, just saying you know you don't have any authority or any, even even a remotely uh, uh, as far as what you know, war crimes have been committed, and all this other, all this other stuff. It's quite interesting because many of the war crimes have probably been committed by the Ukrainians against their own people, uh, and by that I mean the the Azov Battalion and, and how they've used civilian populations as shields to keep themselves from getting uh, attacked by the Russians, and the Russians have strategically and very meticulously gone about their little operation over there to try to uh, obviously uh, you know take over 
uh, key and important and vital interest, according to them, uh, according to them, uh, uh, in the Ukrainian area. Do I think the Ukrainian people could have uh, handled this better? Well, yeah, they spent the last eight years uh, antagonizing uh, Russian populations on their eastern border. Uh, there was a that got that got missing in the the, the retelling of the story after the coup. After the color revolution of 2014, uh, there's been a substantial amount of uh, casualties, plus they're stealing. Plus the Ukrainians were uh, stealing oil or stealing uh, LNG that was coming through on their pipeline. So there's a there's more to the story than whatever meets the eye. And granted, I'm not I'm not I'm not shilling for Russia. I'm just not. Not uh, we have no business being there, and we caused this problem because we went over there and antagonized it. We set up the set up the the nature of this situation, the nature of the beast as it came about. But that's just that's the way it is. Uh, but to get back to the middle the middle video or the middle uh, audio here about the diversity officer, James Lindsay uh, put together this short but sweet thread. And it, it kind of gives you some background. I think I think it's a good background uh, filler. I guess you could say a, a fundamental basis for a lot of the stuff that you were seeing here in the United States because uh, this isn't just it isn't uh, it isn't just this you know, uh, police force thing. It's it's this is an, an infect an in uh, infection that is seeping into the entire structure of the United States and it's been going on for well it's been going on for since the day that Barack Obama took office and probably prior to that if we count count the the Bush Bush administration in terms of 9-11 but we'll go ahead and read this so James Lindsay writes woke is knowledge Marxism it's a Marxist theory of knowing it holds that privileged people set set up the knowledge system to benefit themselves and maintain that benefit and urges class warfare between knowers, the false existing order, and true knowers in the oppressed standpoint. You need to understand what a Marxist theory of knowing entails. Marginalized, excluded, other ways of knowing knowledge, which is sincere only when reflecting the oppressed standpoint, must be included. The wrong, uh, the wrong, uh, stupid and superstitious—the uh, wrong, stupid, superstitious, magical, crazy—all knowledges now. Maybe some knowledges were excluded because of race. Others by class, sex, gender, and sexuality. Others by colonialism, indigenous knowledges. Others by marginalization as mad or insane. This is Foucault, or deviant or perverted. Foucault. Yeah, leads to queer theory. These must be centered. This allows the creation of a Marxist theory of anything. Uh, a critical, uh, critical race theory, race knowledges, queer theory, abnormal knowledges, medicine, alternative medical knowledges have been excluded so the existing system can gatekeep. Environment, big oil in the right, blah blah. Anything. Biology isn't a true science. It's the idea certain people who authenticate themselves as biologists claim our biological knowledge to exclude other perspectives and in, in the people who hold them and to control people with those knowledges while pretending they are facts. 
when you get to the linenness aspect of this, the biolinenism sometimes, you need an elite vanguard council, Russia, Soviet, to sort out the com uh, competing claims according to the true theory. We call them experts and stakeholders, perversions of the real meaning of the words. A Marxist theory of medical knowledge has to include other ways of knowing. A Marxist-Leninist theory of medical knowledge has a council of experts, stakeholders, who apply their particular and purpo purposed way of knowing, a.k.a. medical lysenkaiism, uh, 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 spelled L-Y-S-E-N-K-O-I-S-M. Now, COOF policy makes sense. This repeats uh, fractally into anything. Now, green knowledge and the E and the ESG set by a council of stakeholders makes sense. Now you know why gas is so expensive, energy is faltering, etc. The bio-Bolshevik phase is well underway, and it's in everything, everywhere, all at once. So that's what he wrote. Um, and it's quite telling because it's actually uh, very uh, succinct and to the point in terms of what's going on. Um, and uh, to uh, toggle back to the initial speech. So tomorrow Leash, uh, Leash was arrested uh, for organizing the Freedom uh, Convoy in Canada. And she's more, uh, more of a freedom fighter and a liberty seeker than all the leaders in DC, Canada, every probably every every probably every major um, body that's supposedly filled with quote leaders. Politicians are not leaders. Politicians are hustlers. The people that we have elected to to represent us are nothing but con men and con women. There's plenty of both, by the way. Uh, they they sell they will sell you out they will sell their soul in order to get a few thirty pieces of silver in their pocket um, these are they are, they are the ultimate Judases to other to their uh, causes and to their principles there's nothing that these people won't give up in order to uh, keep uh, keep their power keep uh, keep people divided they don't represent the people. They just pretend to be representatives of the people. Nothing, nothing is more uh, indicative of that as to what happened tonight with uh, the selling out with a uh, gun bill that just magically comes together just a mere weeks after the Uvalde situation, which oh by the way today or has come out that uh, the police had the police were there ready to rock and roll within minutes. They stood down for an hour because the local, whoever the local police guy, I forget his name, I saw it, I'm not going to get into it, uh, it held them back and the policemen didn't do anything. These people had the, they had a guard, they had a, they had the equipment, they had the, they were in the building, they stood there and, and pissed away an hour and wound up getting a bunch of kids killed. They're, they are, they have blood on their hands and just like this uh, second uh, clip I played, they are exactly the kind of cucks that ruin societies. These people have no, no, they have no ability, none whatsoever, to lead anything, 
to actually do their job and they will cry and they will complain and they will whine they'll say you're not putting your life on the line uh, yeah I would put my life on the line if that's what it took that's what you do it's not a game the whole point of being involved in these these particular uh, risky um, operations is that you know you're actually supposed to use your training and common sense but these assholes and I call them that very uh, blatantly they're waiting for the the next generation of technologies and stuff like that the world is they 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 actually want the world to be surveilled they don't want to have their have they get they want to they want to operate by remote control they want to do like obama did with the drone strikes on on uh, foreign soils and granted trump had drones too and so did bush but obama was uh, very preeminent in the usage of drone strikes on populations it was like testing out a new new toy and he couldn't wait to use it so the same way with you know our population don't get don't uh, don't get it messed up but uh, the people in Washington DC would gladly drone strike their own people if they could get away with it they have no they have no love of you they don't care about you they never have and they never will these people are sellouts to the highest order and they know it and they 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 literally will throw their they will throw their entire i mean cornyn has uh, uh jack posobic did a nice little uh deep dive into john cornyn's uh prior statements and how many times he's uh you know stated you know you know uh, i'm a firm supporter of the second amendment and this and that and the other thing and he's nothing but a he he's a he's a total sellout <laughs> i'm gonna see if i can play this uh this is from Breitbart, and it does have an ability to to play and see if it plays. And if it does, I'll just let let it do the I'll let it do the hard work. <laughs> John Cornyn pledges to after caving on gun control by Sean Moran on June twenty first, twenty twenty two. Senator John Cornyn, RTX, pledged on Tuesday to sell out the American people by trying to advance amnesty for illegal aliens after striking a deal on gun control. After Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, RKY, tapped Cornyn to negotiate a deal on gun control, he now promised to move forward on a deal on amnesty. First guns, now it's immigration, Cornyn told Senator Alex Bedilla, DCA. That's right, we're going to do it, said Senator Kirsten Sinema, Oz. Andrew Sarabian, a former Donald Trump administration official, said in reaction to Cornyn's pledge for amnesty, from selling out on gun control to selling out on amnesty in light speed. Senators Tom Tillis, RNC, and Cornyn have continued to push for amnesty with the help of Democrat allies, including Senators Bedilla and Dick Durbin, DEL, the Senate Democrat whip. The only way that we're going to get real progress is to have a four-pillar discussion, so immigration reform, DACA, border security, and then I think asylum reform is pretty important, particularly with that's going on with Title 42, Tillis said in April. We've got a starting list. There could be some more, but it's a starting point. I've talked to four or five Republican senators today. There's a genuine interest in doing something, Durbin said. Cornyn was recently booed at the Texas annual Republican Party convention last Friday over his work with Democrats to pass gun control. The boos apparently did not face Cornyn. 
After Senate John Cornyn was met with such hatred at the Ed Texas GOP convention in Houston, I'm told he said to a few people, I've never given in to mobs and I'm not starting today, Cornyn's retweet read. Senator Cornyn's office did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Sean Moran is a congressional reporter for Breitbart News. Follow him on Twitter at SeanMoran3. So there you go. That's a, uh, let the, let the article do the walking. So yeah, there was a, a tweet by Igor Bobic uh, talking about that directly about the, the working on the immigration and stuff. And to see what the, the thing, the bigger problem with this, uh, uh, whatever this deal is, uh, it's an 80 page bill. People say, oh, it doesn't do anything. And you say it does. Now, the one thing it does do, though, is that it allows the federal government to, once again, use money to entice states to do what they're going to do, which is going to impose red flag laws wherever they can for whatever reason. And it'll give uh, authorities the chance to go ahead and take people's guns away. It's it's gun control by the back door. It's, it's a gun grab. It's a gun seizure. And they've always said they're going to do this. They said that, in particular, Beto O'Rourke in Texas, of course, say they're all hell-bent on taking your guns. They, they, are, they are deathly afraid of the American people. They are deathly afraid of us because they know they're assholes and they know they sell out all the time. They have no, they don't care about any of us. The, the quicker everybody realizes that everybody, whether they be, the Democrats at least are honest about it. They tell you exactly what they're going to do. They telegraph everything they're going to do. The Republicans are the snakes. They're they're the absolute traitors. Every uh, there's not a Republican that I can really think of right now that isn't a Judas, that won't sell out for the amount of coin that they put in front of uh, put in front of them. I'm not saying all. Now I'll say this: there's probably only about four or five of them that actually have any real first principles that they will try to adhere to. I say that, you know, Rand Paul, for who he is, he does what he's supposed to do. Uh, but he's soft, too. He he makes, he he's bought, too, in some ways. They all have interest. They all let people run them by money. Until you get money out of politics, this is what you're going to get. Until you get money out of politics. And it's real simple. People say, you can't get money. Yeah, you can. Like I said, if you make Make it so that these people have the exact same pool of money to pull from, and that's it. No more. In other words, if you run for candidacy, you're you're uh, you're you can't buy the office. You can't use your own money. You can't uh, be you can't be uh, taking in money from corporations. The worst thing that ever got passed in this country. That worst thing. One of the worst decisions in U.S. history was uh, Citizens United. I think that was decided in 2010. It was a horrible, horrible decision. And of course, John Roberts was on that one, along with the ACA. The Roberts Court has been an absolute disaster for the United States of America. And if John Roberts is is uh, compromised, uh, guess what? You know, along with a lot of other people, they can get in line for the noose because they've done nothing but sell this country out. And you know what? Uh, traitors have to be have to be punished, and if you publicly publicly punish them after a fair trial, where they can present their evidence and produce their uh, defense of what they did, but the problem is is we don't have a judiciary. 
We don't have a a prosecutorial body that isn't. They're they're hell bent on getting Trump because they want to get him off the that they know Trump is a symbol of uh, the MAGA movement. Whether Trump is actually <laughs> worth of, worthy of any of this is you know a whole other discussion uh, because he he he's just uh, he thinks he's at the racetrack picking trying to pick winners and trying to pick uh, uh, you know whatever he's trying to pick uh, uh, policies and people and he, he doesn't have any for he, I, I will I will contend that he doesn't have any first principles his principle is winning which uh, you know it's fine to win but you should have some kind of uh, anchor but these people pretend to have anchors at least Trump I mean he was a business Democrat and while he was in office he was willing to make deals for certain reasons which he made some horrible he made a, made a horrible deal that people will uh, that I honestly thought would would have been a it was a decent win for him but in fact it's been used as a disastrous policy so there was the first step act which was about uh, giving uh, giving um, convicted felons uh, a second chance or giving them early release well the thing is is it was supposed to be for low-level criminals people who had non-violent offenses but you know what happened the people that got released were the most violent and the most uh, despicable and they had released them uh, the the prisons in particular in blue states they released them out on the street they did just the opposite of what the policy was supposed to entail because of course this is what happens when you have evil people running your country. These people don't care about our society. They want to burn it to the ground. They always have hated America. We have a substantial number of people in this country. Whether they say it overtly or not, they absolutely despise this country. They absolutely, and they can, they'll, they'll come up with any, any scenario in their mind to to blame, blame, blame at us. And yes, there's plenty for us to be uh, be the blame for. But you know who's to blame for those policies? These politicians. The agencies. It's not the American people. Get that through your head. It's just like Lao Beijing. The people there are being abused by the CCP. Just like we're being abused by Washington, D.C. And our state houses, by the way. Getting... The problem is, is the people that are inside this country, many of them like to slather slather it on to the rest of the people and say that they're the blame. No, they are wrong, they're misinformed, and they don't understand very much of anything about anything. But, of course, it's easier to blame, your, to blame the neighbor down the street because he has, he has something that you don't or he looks differently than you do than it is to blame the guy in Washington, D.C., or gal in Washington D.C., especially if that person uh, tells you what, what you want to hear and gives you money and puts it in your pocket, either through a welfare check or some stupid program that you've signed on to, which is just a taxpayer hustle. Because every dollar you send into your government, uh, probably, I'd say fifty or sixty uh, percent of that dollar goes directly into the federal system. So it feeds itself. By the time that money comes back to you, you might have gotten, might get 20 cents on a dollar if you're lucky. I doubt it if it's even 20 cents, but be that as it may, 
paying extra taxes, paying your taxes, or rather, taxes are just a transfer of wealth from people who actually go out and earn money to people who don't earn money or are out there that live off the system of welfare. And of course, the people in Washington, D.C. want as many people on welfare until the system collapses, which it's going to really quickly. They can print ungodly amounts of money, but they refuse to, they have no, they, they're getting ready to collapse our entire economy because we're actually bankrupt as it, as it stands. But that's just another story, and I'm not going to get into all that. I've, I've, I did that in another broadcast. So a couple articles that we can talk about, and I'm going to take a little break here, uh, music interlude. But so uh, let's see. Uh, on top of the the whole thing with the gun th- uh, things, there's been a substantial number of uh, searches on uh, uh, platforms. Of course, we have people that are that are tracking this. So the amount of searches for buy a gun and gun store have. Uh, spiked substantially <laughs> in the weekly searches uh, from the time of these uh, shootings because people know that these these little gun grabbers, which are all the Republicans and Democrats are doing, they don't want anybody in this. The, the United States is even uh, supposedly the IRS is out there trying to buy up uh, buy up ammunition because they don't want they don't want they want us totally disarmed so they can take our right all of our rights away and. And put us put us under the jackboot authoritarianism of the Chinese a Chinese model basically. Meanwhile, let's uh, toggle to the Chinese real quickly. Uh, this was uh, written by uh, Antonio Grassifo uh, uh, of uh, the Epoch Times. So, and this was republished by uh, Zero Hedge. U.S. investors continue to fund the Chinese military. Of course, that's been going on. Uh, I'll skip down here. So, uh, granted, this was Donald Trump talking about this. He said, China China exploits U.S. US investors to finance the development and modernization of its military. He wrote that November 12th in an executive order banning the investment in Chinese stocks linked to the PLA. In the order, Trump accurately said that the key to the CCP's military and intelligence development is the funding it receives from the U.S. private economy. Exactly. We fund our we fund our we fund our enemies, uh, and they are our enemies. And when I'm saying the enemies, I'm talking the CCP, not the people. For some reason, people can't seem to get these things clarified in their head. Uh, they say, "Oh, you're trying to take it out on all of them." No, we just have an authoritarian, elitist uh, people around the world that don't want us alive, and that is going on. So anyway. So, according to the U.S.-China Economic Security Review Commission, there were 261 uh, Chinese companies listed on the U.S. exchanges with a combined value of $1.4 trillion as of March 2022. So, not in an insubstantial amount of money on, on exchanges. But, um, and then, of course, their defense budget keeps on going up while we're feeling it, while our defense budget stays high and we're destroying our economy. Um, and we feel these wars around the world, and we have been for years. And meanwhile, we let our own—we're uh, destroying our own uh, border and our own national security because we're run by people who absolutely despise this country. And eventually, it is going to blow back, and it's going to blow back big. And people are going to cry, 
and they're going to ask for why this happened, and they're going to be so they're going to act like they're so oblivious of what's happening around them when it's very, 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 very obvious that <laughs> that uh, if you don't protect your own border and you go around the world stirring up shit in Ukraine and the Middle East and every place but uh, protecting your own home uh, home court, guess what? Eventually, it's going to be a catastrophic. Uh, uh, catastrophic uh, a situation, and by the way, they're going to blame it on the. They'll blame it on some U.S. citizen because that's what they got to do. Of course, they're ginning up U.S. Uh, division and antagonism. When you take away people's livelihoods and you lock them down and you make them follow stupid fucking rules and make them have to try to dance through your hoops, what do you think that does to the populace? The people in Washington D.C. are wholly responsible for all the all the problems that have happened in the last two years. Wholly responsible, they are indictable for so much of this. They need to be indicted in in all cases for this shit. They've caused such enormous damage to the entire society, and they, as well as the CCP are part and parcel to the reason why there's a virus at all, why, they, why there was ever any any COVID release. And what's worse is they are all responsible for this vaccine that is causing huge amounts of deaths, and they continue doubling down on pressing it into the kids because, of course, they're trying to get permanent immunity from uh, legal uh, repercussions. They will never get it. If they get it, this country's over. They won't get it. And not only are we going to prosecute, in many cases, the FDA is no longer going to exist. If I was ever running this country, all the agencies of the United States of America would be downsized to nothing, to nothingness. Many of them would be prosecuted to the fullest extent of loan as a terrorist organization. Because the CIA and the FBI and the FDA and the CDC and a host of other agencies, you have done enormous damage and you will be held to account. As God is my witness, either it's either you or us, and it's not going to be us. And if they, it may sound like I'm throwing down the gauntlet, but hey, if the people of this country are going to take this, then we are going to devolve into absolute Nazism. And this is, is going to and this is never going to end well. This is uh <laughs> this is this is where we're at. Uh the fact that we're even close to this is due to the fact that we have no leaders whatsoever in Washington DC. And I will blame Trump for this and I will definitely blame Joe Biden for this. Joe Biden came out and said that, uh, uh, yeah, there's going to be another pandemic. It's like, wow, suddenly we have all these pandemics. Hmm, wonder why. Because not only do they want a pandemic so that they have emergency power and authority to do whatever they want, which is what they've been testing. They were testing out in 2009, 2003. They're trying to test the limits of the people. If people out here, if anyone ever listens to this that's, of a different time frame. If you haven't figured out by now, these people will do anything to maintain power and authority over your life. They will use any excuse to take away your freedoms. 
Tamara Lynch was absolutely spot on. She could run our country better than any of these assholes can. The only thing these people are good for is pushing money. The, the only thing they're good for is hi, trying to find lawyers to to come up with the nuances to allow them to do what they do. They give us the facade that they give a shit about us. They don't care about us. And they're going to have to be uh, replaced in all the way across the board. Uh, the people who have voted for them, I know half these people have no idea what they voted for. They don't know anything about these people. They don't care about their policies. They get spun up because the media doesn't tell them the truth. The media doesn't cover actual information that's important. And I'm going off on a rant here like Bannon would because I just, I'm just beside myself with anger and frustration with uh, anything. See, the only time I've ever voted Republican in my entire life was in 2020. I didn't vote Republican before that. I voted for Ross Perot in 1992. I didn't vote in 96. I didn't vote in 2000. I voted in 2004 for John Kerry. Oh my God, that was a, what a train wreck. I voted for Barack Obama. I didn't vote for him again. I then I didn't vote in 2016. And then I finally voted for uh, Trump and entire red ticket on uh, on in 2020. That's my voting record. That's my voting history. Uh, I only bring that up because uh, you know I, I, I there there's uh, one of the people that got kicked to the kicked to the curb because she was a little cray. I can't remember her uh, name off the top of my head. It really isn't important. But uh, they were supportive of building a new party. Um, and, and really, I, I don't even think it's a party politics. But the only reason, like everything else, you have to have some organizing principle. This is one of the problems with the entire uh, uh, situation with uh, party politics. Yeah, you know, but then again, that's that's just the way it's been in this country. Um, but and other places do the same thing, and it's an organizing principle. People have to organize around some kind of platform or some ideal, and then it becomes competitive. And uh, people, you know, this is what the elite. This is why the elite believe that they can they can rule the world because they keep us divided and conquered, um, and they do. Because there's not enough people that are willing to set aside their individual differences to take on these these very powerful forces that use money and they use military and use media manipulation to get whatever the hell they want. And they do. And they succeed at it. Because nobody is smart enough to figure this shit out. Or if they are smart enough to figure this out... They they either they either resign themselves to giving into these assholes, uh, or um, or they just become apathetic and don't get involved in it at all, and they just let the world fall fall to hell in a handbasket. It's amazing. Some people will ignore something that's very obvious to them, and until it comes knocking on their front doorstep, well, uh, by then it's usually way too late. Uh, and you know, I I I I'd be I'd be the first to admit that I'm probably as guilty of that in some respects as others. Though I don't think quite as guilty because at least I was willing to 
I started to see this uh, train wreck coming as early as 2017 um, just tie because that's when I actually I started to notice how um, so so chaotic the situation was and the things that were being said and whatnot anyway and and, and to that point uh, we're just uh, we're just going down a we're going down a catastrophic path and we're and our enemies are I mean when I say the United States enemies which we are under a, an absolute existential threat and these people in Washington D.C. I don't think they're even comp. I think they're actually. I think they actually just want to see it happen because they're so they're so divorced from reality that they get to sit and they're going to sit in Washington D.C. and pop popcorn and go. We can't wait to see our citizens get abused by uh, outside forces or, or our own military. It's almost like they're setting us up to just uh, slaughter us because this is the kind of uh, people that they are. Um, this comes, uh, the only reason why I mention this and, and making and people say, well, you're just being hyperbolic. Well, no, our United States military came out today, and I, I actually uh, do have the document. Uh, they're being taught this CRT wokeism, and it's being infused and injected into the minds of uh, people who are, who are, who are, who are tasked to, uh, uh, to kill people. That's what the military does. That's what a military is. People... Got, get it messed up. Oh, they're security for it. No, no. Military is, is out there. Their primary task of a military is to kill enemies. That's it. That's the primary task. It's not to negotiate. It's not to uh, stand there with a gun and look all pretty. No. It's there for one thing and one thing. It's a killing machine. So... When your military is being injected with the poison of CRT and all this other garbage, um, that is not good news for any of us, because it's the it goes back to the Marxist uh, uh, theory of knowing uh, they're going to be injected. That uh, we have uh, so you can be in the military and be trans, and we're going to pay for they they uh, Biden's administration set up a. We're going to pay for trans operations and all this other hoop de But they're injecting it that white people are bad and and everybody should be listened to and heard in the same way. That's not a military. You know, being somebody who actually was in the military for a little while, you know, hey, you know, you can think of it the way you want to think of it. Uh, there was, the thing is, is military is about the reason why rank or... Uh, rate and all this other kind of stuff in terms of uh, differentiation uh, between levels and people say well why should you you know obey a superior officer blah 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 well the idea is is that the superior officer has been through everything you've already experienced and you're supposed to listen to them because they have uh, uh, been promoted based upon their abilities to succeed at the, the mission that they're supposed to carry out which is to be uh very good at uh, um, teaching you the knowledge and necess necessities in order to survive combat, whatever that whatever the position is. That being said, now we have people that are being promoted because they're political officers. They're not actual military officers. Now it's being politicized. Now it's a, now it's about being being the best political operative. This is 
This is why politics is so poisonous when it's injected into everything. Politics is not... Uh, <laughs> politics has its place. But there's a reason why they, they, there was just a cardinal rule it used to be. Uh, the People shouldn't talk about politics or religion. Why? Because people are so vested in their belief systems about all those those particular topics. But uh, politics and being injected in the military branches is absolute nightmare. And that's what's been injected. And of course it's the politics of wokeism. Even though there are people out here, there are companies and there are very uh, starting to become more and more prevalent that uh, certain certain companies are saying, okay, this woke shit's gone too far. But you know what? You've already you've already let these delusional people inside your organization, and they're wrecking everything you've uh, tried to build. You can't let people, sorry, that are too psychologically damaged, be like teammates in your organization because they bring in their they bring in their poison, and all they do is destroy it. I mean, that's the whole point of doing a. <laughs> doing an interview and getting to know the person and finding out who they are not about their politics but just understanding how they think about things and if they're if they're expressing themselves in the uh, from the standpoint of uh, or using their gender or using their or using any of the various uh, divisive means to quote unquote get a position you shouldn't want them a part of your organization we've we've entertained these people and the problem is, is the only reason why these people even exist is because they've been taught this way. Many of these people are just indoctrinated from, they've been indoctrinated over the last 20 years. They This stuff would never have happened if you had people who actually cared and were committed to actually teaching a country, a culture that is based upon respect and dignity and rights regarding the United States Constitution. And if we weren't run by leaders like Bush and Clinton and Obama and all the little pinheads that they uh, uh, nominated to positions who pushed the same poison. Merrick Garland didn't just... Uh, for example, Merrick Garland was a 1990s uh, flack. Same with Bill Barr and all these other assholes that have been... Uh, re, uh, you f you come to find out if you really start digging into their background that all these people were uh, meant to do exactly what they're doing now, that they've always been this way. Just because they attended Harvard or Yale or whatever, those are the most asinine, evil places on earth uh, for teaching. I hate to break the news to many people, Harvard or Yale are not that special. They're special, all right. They're special because they're, they're first-tier globalist organizations who, who have been infected by the poisons, of, the poisons of globalism or the poisons of the elitist class who uh, want to keep people divided. And they, uh, all they do is they, when they do bring in people, certain people, they are tokens. They're brought in not because of their merit. They're brought in because they're, they're easily willing to to uh, sacrifice any any principle whatsoever to achieve their uh, ambitions, and so many of them, like you know, like a Garland or whatever, um, have uh, managed to get to D.C. and and really the reason why they're I mean same way with Cut Johnny Jackson and 
and a host of others who have gone through the the, uh, the halls of Harvard and and come out and they get uh, put into D.C. These people have never really worked in a day of their life. They've never actually dug a ditch or shoveled shit or done anything of any uh, high import. All they've ever done is uh, uh, become a good academic. And of course, somebody said, "Well, you know, you know that there's something to be said. You know, they have great ability." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it takes a lot of great ability to write. Don't get me wrong. It just the problem is, is uh, uh, it, it helps to be grounded in some kind of reality that it's in, and in, 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 it requires that they actually have done something uh, outside of just being in academia or done something outside of a law firm or a white collar organization. You know, uh, working in a warehouse for a couple of years or. I, and maybe I'm using my own experiences, but certainly doing something a little bit more uh, substantial, gritty, uh, something, uh, and, and I'm not talking about growing up poor. I mean, I grew up poor. Does that make any difference? No, I'm, I'm talking about actually uh, achieving something because you can grow up, say, poor, but get uh, promoted into these elitist classes through scholarship, through high school or whatever. You're being selected, pre-selected. And then after that, you never learn how to actually uh, fend for yourself. You learn how to uh, take grant money from organizations in Washington, D.C. You learn how to write pretty prose in order to get what you want. That doesn't, that doesn't make you a good thinker or even knowledgeable. It just means that you're a good hustler, which, I mean, uh, there's always a, uh, what do you call it, a certain amount of salesmanship that comes with your life, but... Certainly that shouldn't be your primary objective or certainly shouldn't be your primary skill set. That should be something that's ancillary to the situation uh, because, you know, sales is just propaganda, uh, putting the best spin on your situation. So I've gotten off on a tangent here and I'm going to play a little musical break and then uh, I'll be back in uh, probably about four minutes. So here goes.
every day every move you make speaking of every move you make uh, uh movement through the southern border is quite uh quite an issue too especially the fentanyl which of course has been going on for many years uh, all of fentanyl of course a lot of it is coming from china uh, a lot of the drug problems and drug trafficking you know is a mixture of not only you know fentanyl and cocaine and all this other stuff which is allowed by our federal government which is being often supported by the cia uh, in other countries uh, just so you know um this is this isn't news either this has been going on matter of fact i, I forget the guy's uh, last name but i think his first name was gary who was involved with uh exposing this uh, situation and of course no one believed him and he was ostracized he lost his lost most of his family support you know people thought he was cuckoo and then of course he wound up uh being uh well they said he committed suicide but there was two shots two shots to the head so he must have been uh, very bad at doing the this doing the deed on himself or he was killed which of course you know happens a lot when you uh, criticize our government which of course uh, uh pro tip i'm not suicidal but of course we have people who would would uh would gladly see people who speak out against the government and throw us away because that's just what what anybody who uh, dares uh, question the regime asked uh, Julian Assange, who is going to be extradited, uh, evidently, rather quickly. And, of course, Chinese, uh, the Chinese uh, Communist Party uh, criticized that and uh, called the U.S. government and the U.K. government hypocrites for the way they treat their journalists. And, of course, you know, they have a point, but they're not using the point. See, this is the problem. You can't consider yourself a, 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 a good steward to uh, democracy and freedom when you go ahead and allow yourself to be a, easily criticizable by somebody like the Chinese Communist Party who goes ahead and does the things that they do in regards to you know Christians and Uyghurs and the whole kit and caboodle of people that they have locked up and detained and abused and uh, disappeared. And we have companies like Bloomberg, in particular, who literally, literally kiss their ass on a daily basis. Because, for example, if you pay attention to their uh, broadcasts, I mean, they, they, they'd be damned if they'll ever criticize the Chinese for anything that they ever do. Even regards with respect to Taiwan or Japan or anybody that they deal with, they won't criticize them. They're not critical thinkers uh listening to bloomberg businesses just like you might you know basically you're they're just a uh, they're just a extension of the chinese now granted they provide information don't get me wrong but they certainly won't do any criticism of anything that the chinese do that's just that's just not in their purview uh, they don't they don't see that as an important aspect of their their broadcasts so this is going on and of course you know we're supposed to sit back and take all this crap it's very disappointing now uh just so you know i went ahead and of course biden is uh of course pissing off our energy uh sector again because that's what he does uh because uh he doesn't care i mean he he personally doesn't care he's so stupid he doesn't know what's going on anyway so i mean it, 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 it's a it's actually two it's a twofold problem 
not only was he always evil and he has never been a he was never a never anything tied to actually giving a care about this country but uh he's you know he he doesn't make any of the decisions that he's going to be ultimately held account for which he will be held account for um and he should be because he's the he's the he he decided to seek the office of the president of the united states and somehow or another he managed to grab 81 million votes uh, and i know why <laughs> you know there'll be people that'll that'll uh you know obviously go along with it and that kind of deal in terms of oh well you know you just you're just being an extremist or whatever but no i'm not so i pinned this tweet i just mocked uh, uh that one video if we if we i said basically if we get if we get collapsed and the chinese come to collect their prize just remember that these people that wear badges or as I call them, bitches with badges, were front and center to the destruction, and then I just call them no guts, and they're just traitorous, and they are. And, you know, we've had this this constant, uh, constant train of things going on ever since. The, these people, uh, there are certain people, I, I, I don't know if they actually, I can't, if they believe this, then they, they, they just are deluded, or they're just narcissistic. Uh, you know, they were so triggered, so triggered by any pushback from somebody like you know Trump in particular, uh, that they they were they're hell bent to try to bend the knee and and, and literally will sell out anything and everybody just so they can say that they're not aligned with him, which of you know, you know, be that as it may, he's not even aligned. He doesn't even have a. A consistency that you know can be worked on always i mean that being said i can't you know i i i don't even think he should be even in the argument or discussion i mean he just he should just shouldn't be because the country is but the country the the state of the country is more vital and important than you know his his particular um you know aspirations you know, for office, because let's face it, it's not going to make any difference if <laughs> if we don't have a country, um, you know, an actual operating country as a unit. And of course, if if people haven't figured out by now, they're they're not planning on allowing this country to continue to exist in its current state by 2024. They will destroy this country. They won't. They want to cause the crisis of uh, uh, the. Not only a crisis in this country, but around the world. I mean, uh, they've already submitted basically Australia, and Trudeau will probably maintain his power and authority over Canada. And even though you see in France, uh, Le Pen uh, garnered some uh, garnered more seats than she ever has, she still won't make any. She won't still won't have any make any dent there because uh, Macron will find he'll the. They're they're starting to get more bold and aggressive. They'll find some reason. They'll find some legal a legal reason to uh, suspend the rights of their political enemies, like they did in Ukraine. By the way, Ukraine, for all their talk about democracy, uh, they just made it so that there's there can be no other political opponentry there. Of course, that being said, they're not going to have a country because uh, they're going to get seized. And if the United States can, keeps on trying to antagonize Russia. 
they may so sorely regret their antagonism because uh, they keep on doing this thing where they think they're going to pick. They're trying to pick a fight. They're trying to pick a fight. They are. We are in no position to take on the Russia, uh, uh, Russia toe to toe. We we are we are really 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 falling into their game. And not only that, with China on the other side of the world, gladly waiting for us to make some over-stupidity, overplay, to, to try to protect Ukraine. I'm sorry, that's going to just going to have to go by the wayside. We should have never been there to begin with. Uh, we, made that, we made strategic errors for the last 30 years, and it's come home to haunt us. And of course, nobody wants to give up because... They, we have a foreign policy that's uh, based in sunk cost fallacy. Um, the idea that you continue to make the same stupid policy errors over and over and over and over again and expect to get different results and keep on sinking money into it. Of course, for these people, they don't care because it's a grift. You know, If I sink a trillion dollars into some fucking war and then I pull... Somehow or another, there's $10 billion that gets pulled out for the politicians, which isn't really that much in, in relationship to, you know, $1 trillion. <laughs> and we're talking 1%. But $10 trillion, or ten, uh, $1 trillion, and you get $10 billion of that, and you spread it around amongst 50 politicians, they all get rich, or 100 politicians, or however many it takes. You suddenly have a bunch of multimillionaires. How do you think Nancy Pelosi and... All these others are worth a hundred, two hundred, three hundred million dollars on paper, at least, or through their stock purchases or whatever. How can you get rich making a hundred, a hundred eighty thousand dollars a year or whatever it is? I think it's somewhere between one hundred eighty or two hundred twenty-five thousand, whatever a whatever our current representative does. And then you have Fauci who makes four hundred thousand, highest-paid guy in the federal government, and on top of that, he gets all his, you know. All the stuff he's making off of uh, pushing, huckstering a bunch of uh, uh, medical, um, um, you know, stuff. <laughs> I call it stuff because most of it is not. It's quackery, basically. It's the reason why our. I mean, if anyone actually paid any attention to what uh, our medical uh, slope <laughs> in terms of obesity and everything. None of none of what the CDC, the FDA, or any of these people have actually put together has done anything to to promote health in the United States. Uh, diet, exercise—they haven't done anything to make these things uh, make a good population. As a matter of fact, it's done just the opposite, and that's what they want because they don't care about us. These scientists just care about making money off of grants and stuff. But that's you know among, amongst the bigger polit, uh, big, bigger pool of things that uh, is tied to this. That's the reason why the politicians do what they do. They make money off of, you know, Pfizer. They make money off of war. They, all these little particular silos. And, you know, uh, I was listening to a broadcast earlier today. And, uh, yeah, that's what it is. I mean, uh, people have uh, uh, had better awaken, awaken, awaken to the fact that none of these people will ever do anything good for you. The only way this country will ever succeed again, and the only way any country around the world who wants to keep 
their autonomy uh, is that the people take the reins back from their governments that they have and reduce their governments to basically merely they need to be beholden to the people not only at the ballot box but no more of this oversight no more of this administrative state no more of these these bodies you need to decentralize your entire country you don't need these people these people need to go back to what they were good at which is shutting up and going back to their little homes and staying out of politics the reason why these people are in the positions they are is because they're incentivized to seek titles and positions and authorities. And people say, I need government. No, you don't. You need to get motivated to fix your own life and keep government out of your life. Um, no, no truer words could be stated, but of course, for certain folks out there, they're not motivated, they're not mentally capable, and they don't care to be. And also they're malevolent in many cases too. So it's the triple whammy of uh, of uh, <laughs> of a society when you have somebody who doesn't doesn't want to work hard, and doesn't have the capacity to actually do any formulate anything, and on top of that, they they pretty much uh, despise everything around them. You know, the psychopath. The sad thing is, the worst one is a, a psychopath who's mentally capable and highly motivated, which is what we deal with at the at the critical level of the elites. You have a certain elite, and when I say elites, I I hate I hate using that term, but we'll just say that people who think they're your social betters, uh, they're the they're the problem because not only do they have the capacity mentally, at least enough capacity mentally. They are they're hell bent on doing exactly what they're doing to us now, is which is destroy this and basically everybody's freedoms and existence if they can get it, get get it done. So I might close out. Uh, I've ranted for too long. Um, let's just say I uh, I was uh, I was motivated <laughs> and. Um, motivated to discuss this um just uh seeing the world spin the way it is it's been i've been trying to um adapt the way i feel about things going forward it's gonna be difficult um we're really in a we're we're in a hell of a bind right now and i don't know whether it's gonna whether it's gonna work out um if we if we do face the next uh, quote unquote pandemic, because Biden can't keep his mouth shut, and he he had, he said those things, he said that today. Uh, I hope people have enough. I hope there's just enough people who figure it out that they are going to be locked down. Because if we go down, if we go down again, it's over. It's absolutely over. They'll steal not only. I'm not saying I really think the elections can make the difference, but I would say that's the only hope we have. But on beyond that, we need more than just the elections. We're going to have to. We are going to have to <laughs> figure out a way to discuss with our leaders, <laughs> the supposed leaders, what what is it going to take. For you to actually pay attention to the actual will of the people. 
I don't see where that is, but maybe somebody will enlighten me. It will be very interesting when that does happen, if it does at all. So I'll end it there. Um, God bless the United States of America. And God save the world.